Hello and welcome back to Stanima. I almost forgot what this podcast was called. A Survivor Panama Rewatch Podcast brought to you by the Bitter Durs Podcast Network during the Survivor off season. Just a reminder to keep checking out everything else going on the Bitter Durs Network. Uh, Sam and Derek are still doing Legend of Korra. And adjacent to that, uh, Sam is still putting out episodes of Buffy Boyfriends uh, uh, regularly. So check out that stuff. But you're here, so you clearly like like what we're doing on Stanima, so thank you. So, full disclosure, we're recording this a little out of order. We're going to be talking about the episode Salvation and Desertion, which is after For God's Sake, but we have not recorded For God's Sake yet, so I will not be able to reference anything we discussed last week, um, and if it's relevant to this episode. So if I forget, if, if, if the vibes are a little weird, I'm forgetting what happened last episode, it's because uh, last episode has not happened yet. But... I'm very excited because I'm joined by yet another all-star from Stanawatu and also an all-star from the Shadowplay Gaze, if you are joining us from that avenue. Um, my guest today is a musician. You'll know her from bands like Speedy Ortiz, Mal Blum. I'll let her plug everything at the end. Uh, and you might know her from being on the Shadowplay Gaze and playing uh, the Utina Sega Saturn game with me. Please welcome uh, Audrey C. Whitesides. Hello, hello. Sorry, you <laughs> you got me with that last one. The idea of, I mean, it's possible. We plug it every time. But the we idea do. Is, I plug it every single time. The, the, and maybe it works. You know, maybe there is someone who's like, I'm really into niche anime video games from 25 years ago. Let me check out <laughs> the Survivor I don't listen to music. I don't listen to the Shadowplay games, but I do watch the Sega Saturn game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was just browsing on YouTube for my weird niche shit. And then I was like, I guess I'll listen to a Survivor Panama <laughs> re-listen podcast. <laughs> and they're like, Audrey, no way. I hope so. I hope so. Anyway, if that's hi. you, please reach out to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. I think you're the coolest person who, who has <laughs> ever lived. So. So yeah, I've had, like I said, Audrey's been on the podcast uh, last season with Stanawatu. Uh, we talked a bit how she got into Survivor. Mm-hmm. Hint, it's me and Derek. We mm-hmm. <laughs> basically told her what seasons to watch. And she's made her way through even further since last year. How exciting. Yeah. So Audrey, we're like, Panama, where does this sit for you? I can't remember which, uh-huh. this is the second season we had you watch. Just remind yes. me like where this sits for you. This is the second season I watched. Uh, the first one you had me watch was Korong which I liked a lot. And then you were like, okay, I'm going to send you to an older one where it's going to, you know, the vibes are going to be different. And I was like, sounds cool. And I watched this one and I loved it. I think, you know, I certainly like, I really liked Korong enough that I was like, yeah, I want to watch more of this show. Mm -hmm. But when I watched Panama and just all the great characters and drama and kind of just like, unfiltered like uh interactions that go on i was like okay i love this like i I, i'm in it now i I think this was like the season that made me like be like okay i i'm in the survivor thing i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going for sure (laughs) unfiltered interactions is certainly (laughs) one way to put whatever's happening on kasaya at every Uh given moment (laughs) yeah i love it it's so good so yeah, I, I would, I've, you know, I, I still haven't watched all of Survivor. It's always funny to me that I'm like, you know, uh, I've been on uh, Stan Uwato, you said. I was a Bitter Jurors mainline episode. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about uh, that. Guess one time. 
<laughs> so I'm like, a, it's like, it, it's funny to me that uh, there are people, you know, who are like Survivor super fans. Uh, and I'm I'm still out here like, yeah, I've watched like half the seasons, I guess. <laughs> but you have good takes and that's what matters. Because <laughs> there are people who have seen every single season have the craziest takes you can possibly uh-huh. imagine. I agree. Every time you tell me (laughs) stuff that people think about certain Survivor seasons, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Are we watching the same show? (laughs) Come on. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty crazy. This is like our safe, like I consider like mm-hmm. Stand on Sanawatu like a safe echo chamber mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. Um, where I can uh, only be confronted with the takes uh, that align with my own and I can pretend yeah. that everyone has those opinions. More yes. so with, 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 with Vanuatu. St- Panama is a m- bit more universal mm. than people agree on, but... Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, 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 you know, my real only, um, I have like no interaction with the survivor fandom outside of you and Derek. (laughs) Um, that's for the best, but it is. Yeah. So, so my entire knowledge of like what people think or feel about survivor is what the two of you have told me. And also, um, I think I've like looked up, you know, like spoiler free survivor seasons ranked. And I, I feel like this one is like, seems like it's in the middle for mm-hmm. a lot of people which is weird to me out of, out of seasons i'd i've seen i would say it's like top 5 like easy it's it's just very good the characters are so good yeah i would say panama is like definitely tends to fall towards the middle to top mm-hmm. half for people. It doesn't have as like many haters as mm-hmm. like people who are like really don't get Vanuatu. yeah but I will. It, I think it has like a lot of people who are really advocates for it, mm-hmm. or people who are just like it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely. I feel like I don't. I don't know enough about how the way opinion has changed mm. over the past few years. But I feel like I've been seeing more people kind of advocate for Panama as a a top tier season. But mm-hmm. it's still it's still underappreciated. When you look at those lists, it, it mm-hmm. usually. I think in the Inside Survivor list, we had it pretty high. Mm. Hold on, let me see. Hell yeah! Well, you have taste. Yeah, we had it as we did have it as number twelve. Okay, cool. Twelve seems. I wrote, good. I wrote that right up, so I should have known that off the top of my head. But yeah, yeah. so twelve is like I think close, close to cracking the top ten. Yeah, but uh, our opinions are what really matters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we rightfully believe it is. I would say, yeah, top for me, top five, maybe even top three. Mm-hmm. Same. So we're here to talk about Salvation and Desertion, which is not is not again like one of those heavy hitter episodes. It comes right after for Cod's sake, which. <laughs> you you listeners you know how great that episode was well we had so much fun <laughs> but uh you know this is one that's kind of it's lamina goes to tribal not a ton happens but the stuff that does happen i think is really funny even the lamina mm-hmm. stuff the, the way dan barry's yes is edited is so funny yeah like, it's yeah. so heroic but then also he just keeps talking about the puzzle and like uh-huh. keeps like i i don't know it's just <laughs> even the stuff on lamina it's very funny that sally gets saved and they have to do yes. that it's so it's not like a banger of an episode but the stuff that's happening is still it's still fun and we're still building towards of course the event- eventual merge mm-hmm. um which I, is gonna yeah. be happening pretty soon i would say that this is my favorite uh pre-merge episode mm. Like, I, I think, I know what you mean with, like, because of it being a Lamina boot episode, we get more Lamina time, um, <laughs> which is, you know, like, so, yeah, for God's sake, we had, like, the amazing time with the wine bathroom yeah. and everything. Like, so I'm like, 
does anything hit that high? I'm not sure. But I think overall, this episode, I, I really like for some storylines that are happening, like, uh, obviously everything going on in Kasaya, but I also <laughs> like this one as like an episode where we're seeing a little bit of a dark side from Terry. Um, mm. I think Terry is shady as fuck in this episode. <laughs> and uh, I like that as a Terry hater. I don't I don't I don't know what people feel about Terry again, because I don't know the Survivor fandom. Uh, he is a military guy whose comfort item is an American flag. Um, <laughs> and I am a like gay communist. So it's, it's no, probably no fair. surprise that that he is not a, a person I'm a big fan of. And I, I so I like seeing the like cracks behind the all American hero uh, jump out a little bit in this episode. No, that's a good point that this is. I wasn't really thinking about this episode so much as a turning point for Terry, mm-hmm. but uh, he's been able to like maintain this heroic, mm-hmm. fully heroic thing. Uh, but he made this, we had made a big deal of his friendship with Dan mm-hmm. Fuego. Like, you know, like we are pilots, we are older uh-huh. men. Like that was something he seemed to like, hold in really high regard and like he handles the dan thing here pretty well like he doesn't like completely snake dan yeah but like knowing how much terry values his word yeah like the fact that he does go back on his word for him like for anyone else it would just be like you know that's the game you know but he because of who he is as a player Mm -hmm. this definitely reveals you know something about him as a as a character as a player there's a selfishness in it. Like he doesn't go to bat the way that like Nick and Austin go to bat for each other. Like Nick mm-hmm. and Austin are just straight up like we are not going to vote for each other. Like either it's going to be a 2-2 or you're going to join us. Yeah. And Terry doesn't go with that. But he still tries to frame it as he's being the leader. Like I mean we'll talk more about the boot later on I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But he he like he gets approached by Nick and Austin and they're like, here's what's going to happen. And then he immediately says, well, yeah, like I'm the leader and I'm the manager and I'm making this <laughs> choice because and it's like, you didn't make the choice. They came to you and told you how it was going to be. And then you were like, Ooh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to, I, I don't want to lose any position or like risk any, uh, thing that would hurt me. So I'm just going to vote Dan off. I, I'm yeah. totally down for that, but I'm also going to frame it as like, it's the right thing to do. Dan will understand the like, you know, Dan didn't want to go. Yeah, and yeah, Terry totally gets strong armed here. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, it's not a fun position to force mm-hmm. fire um, mm-hmm. in the pre-merge. I don't yeah. blame him for not like dying, be, yeah. you know, dying to make that that decision. But given how much he was mm-hmm. like, we're going to final four. Like they really like the Ruth loyalty Marie they got rid yep. of. You know, like yep. it's that that alliance is really showing to not be very yeah. strong at all. Yeah. So I, you know, I'd respect it more if he just like showed up from the start and he was like, I'm in it for me. Like, Dan's a cool guy and I want to work with him. But the way that he likes try it, he, he clearly is like making a, a decision that benefits him and mm-hmm. hurts his friend. And, and that's the game. Yeah, and that's the game. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just say that it's the game and don't like try to present it as like, I'm still being the good guy doing the good thing, mm-hmm. you know? So. Mm-hmm. My little rant about Terry yeah, up front. Little Terry rant. <laughs> I have a feeling uh, in a couple in you know, the future we're going to be hearing other Terry rants from other guests. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, so we open on this episode in the in the fallout of the Bob vote, which mm-hmm. was a. I need to look at where those votes fell again because it's that's crazy. Three, two, one, one. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, the only people who voted Bob out were Danielle, Suri, mm-hmm. and Courtney. So they're mm-hmm. the only one who knew what was happening. Shane voted for Aris because he didn't want to vote for Bruce or Bob. 
Aris voted for Bruce and Bruce voted for Courtney. Uh-huh. Great stuff. So amazing. Like, the only person who's really seemingly upset about it is Shane. Yes. Even though he knew about the plan. He knew he about the one plan. person. They were like, Shane, we need to vote Bob. Yes. He's like, I'm just going to vote Aris. Yes. And also, like, my favorite thing about Shane here. He's so mad that they voted Bobby and he says that's an emotional choice he made. He wanted Bobby out of the first, like the beginning of for God's sake is like, or when they know they have to vote, he's like, we're all voting for Bobby and Aris is like, I'm not going to do that. And then (laughs) Shane is like, fine, but you're making a huge mistake. Like we have to get him out over Bruce. And then (laughs) the same night he comes home and is like, I can't believe you fucking didn't vote for Bruce. Why'd you vote for Bobby? What what a bad choice. And it's like, Shane, that's the choice you wanted originally. And it's literally they tried to get him to like Mm -hmm. vote correctly. Like he knew. It's so funny that he's the most upset because he was the one person not in the majority who knew what was Mm -hmm. happening. (laughs) <laughs> he knew it was happening. It was his original plan. Like, it's so funny. It's like, I also love um, <laughs> why he, he is his logic for Bruce going out. Is, he's quote, 58 and falling apart. <laughs> Wild I don't know the, that that martial arts. We saw yeah. some of those martial arts today. He's in pretty good shape. I think he's falling in apart. like if anyone has been falling apart, <laughs> obviously it's... chain. But, <laughs> yeah, it's just really funny to me. Um, and just like this, this like whole thing that Shane goes into here up at the top of wanting to leave the alliance but (laughs) asking to be freed from the alliance like is one of my favorite things i've ever seen in survivor that's like one uh-huh right like (laughs) like i get that boston powers is extremely important to him (laughs) Um, but it's so funny that he's you know like his like insistency like you must release me from this pact. Like, is so good. Like, <laughs> I I feel like just like the fact that you are in a good position. Like, he's st- in a majority alliance in this tribe that is looks like it could have numbers going into the merge. But he's like, I want to go into the merge as a lone wolf. You need to let <laughs> me out. Like, I don't want to work with you. Like, I I just love like the irony of Shane being like you two are being like emotional and making bad game decisions when he's in such a good position in the game mm-hmm. but like his emotions are <laughs> obviously making him want to do wild things and blow up his whole position and he's aligned with people who are clearly willing to put up with him yep like and his all his shaneisms mm-hmm. like Danielle like Danielle's a saint for like mm-hmm. I would say like how much she like she obviously lashes out at him mm-hmm. she gets mad at him she tells him mm-hmm. to shut up like she tells him to shut up at the top of the episode when he's mm-hmm. trying to talk to Danielle Serene Aris while they're sleeping <laughs> yes. about Bruce and she just like and Bruce shut is up, there like, Bruce is also yeah, there, there. but <laughs> She like you. She's like you're gonna go through one of your crazy manic spasms. Like I was just gonna say, Danielle's accent gets a lot of work this episode because she could say tomorrow a lot. That's a really good word in her accent. Um, But like he has people who are willing to still work with him. Like after he treats him like this, and he's still like gotta get out of there. Like in any other season, and any other person would be like, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, he's too volatile. We gotta get rid of him. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, he's been in our alliance, but he's horrible to be around, and also like will not (laughs) 
always vote with us. Like, so yes, it, the fact that like he has people who are like willing to work with him and willing to work with him to the degree that he's asking out and they like don't necessarily want to let. I mean, at this point, they are down to let him out, and by the end of the episode, that'll change. But like. <laughs> The fact that he's like somehow lucked into this and and wants out and is like the you have to let me out, please let me out thing is so funny and good. So so the next morning tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even try to do Daniel's accent because I'm not going to do that word justice, but it's <laughs> no. a really good word in her voice. Cerise very excited because she gets to fill Courtney in or uh-huh. catches like get to catch Courtney up on what mm-hmm. she misses. Cerise playing this so well. I yes. mean, it's, we could it's, it's feel like a broken record type pointing out the little things Cerise mm-hmm. so well in this pre-merge, getting herself to a better position. Mm-hmm, but like she's mm-hmm. really used she's not making an enemy of Shane in this. Yeah. But she's so she's like staying on he's not really mad at her. Mm-hmm. He's more mad at Courtney and Danielle, but she's also using that to get closer to Courtney and Danielle mm-hmm. by being the like, you'll never believe what this nut job said last night. Like mm-hmm. and she just gets them like really riled up about Shane. And Courtney says, stealth chop of the head off guillotine. Yes. Incorrectly pronounced style. So they're like by the end of this conversation, they are fully down, like, we gotta get him out. Mm-hmm. And when, if you remember, like, Suri was totally on the bottom going into this tribe. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. has benefited the most from everything Shane is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Suri does this so well. And I feel like this episode kind of made me um, realize one of the really great things about Suri is that she is kind of this, like, almost like an audience stand-in character mm-hmm. on this season because everybody in Kasaya is, like, so much drama, so wild. And she can kind of just, like, sit there and, like, laugh at it the way that we are laughing at it. And then the way that she also is, like, so observant and, like, can make these connections and, like, share information with people, but in, like, a way that doesn't seem, like, shady or blow her own game up. Like, it's, like, if you're a viewer, you know, you you watch Survivor and you're, like, like, why doesn't, like... Courtney was sleeping on the beach and she doesn't know this thing like uh, she doesn't know about the argument and then like Suri is like no I I saw everything I'm gonna tell everyone everything (laughs) and like then sit back and watch the drama happen and it's like as a viewer it's it's fun to kind of like yeah feel like she's almost like a a surrogate character where she's like she's stirring up the drama you want to happen she's observing the drama you want to happen she's like smart and makes connections that might be hard to make if you're on the island and you're not seeing everything I like all yeah, that about like, her. One of the like things I'm thinking about as you're saying that is like it's almost like Surrey because they set out this alliance mm-hmm. between Aris, Danielle, Courtney, and Shane. And Bob, Bobby was was he included in that alliance? I can't remember. No, he was kind of on the outside. Yeah, um, I think he still. voted with them some maybe, but he was like an outsider. Yeah, so that 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 a core alliance like they they stood mm-hmm. there and said we are an alliance together. Mm-hmm. So they're like, but like it's almost like Surrey talked her way into the alliance mm-hmm. without anyone rec- yes. realizing. And I'm, I don't know at this point, like, wh- what if you were to ask in confessional, you know, a serene mm-hmm. alliance. But I think, da- I mean, Danielle and Courtney would certainly say so. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and Shane doesn't seem to have much of a problem with her being so involved. So it's, like, so impressive how mm-hmm. she didn't need to go say, we need to be in alliance together. She went from being kind of on the outs to just mm-hmm. being there. And the way yes. she talks, it's, like, the way she talks is, like, it's so, I, someone once described it was it Isabel I can't remember when not on the podcast we were like talking mm-hmm. about one time. I can't remember Isabel if you're listening did you say this let me know <laughs> um but like described as like uh, what she says is, it's almost she's always conspiratorial like she's telling yeah. you something and it's like you're, you're in on it together mm-hmm. like this whole the way she handles this so well it's like 
you know, Shane said this, like it's gossip, mm-hmm. but it doesn't play as gossip. It's, it's yes. like, doesn't play as stirring the pot as much. Yes. Yes. It's kind of not like even just like planting ideas in your head. It's just like so natural and so subtle. She doesn't mm-hmm. like catch flack for it. And it mm-hmm. like comes across as like, I'm telling you this so we can be in on this together and make a decision yeah. together. And, and that's just the best way to handle it because no yeah. one picks up on you as the kind of someone trying to cause problems on the tribe. Mm-hmm. But also like she just like has such a good presence of like delivering it also in the way of like, I'm just telling you this because it's like interesting and funny and not because yeah. like, ooh, here's a big game gossip. Like she's just no, like, oh my God. Uh-huh. Like I remember watching this season for the first time as my second season of Survivor and just being like, Suri is like such a person who would be fun to like hang out with and gossip <laughs> with. And like, that's the vibe. Like it's not like she is playing a game. She is really good at playing this game, but she doesn't sell it as like she's playing the game. She's selling it as exactly. like, hey, I'm your, your friend who's here to tell you about the stuff that's going on. And mm-hmm. like, oh, isn't that funny? Like, haha, <laughs> Shane, uh, wild. And then like, it, she's in <laughs> like yeah, she's and she's now gotten Courtney in danielle have the idea in their head mm-hmm. we need to get chain out and chain out out mm-hmm. next time obviously that can't happen because they win the mm-hmm. win immunity but it sets Surya up really nicely yeah moving forward yeah. so we got to cut over to lamina uh mm-hmm. we will not be done we will not be done with the kasaya <laughs> but the, the lamina thing it's the main thing is they're eating their beans yep with uh, their hands their hands <laughs> sally's like you know doesn't think the boys club will last she's no. obviously very worried and she's mm-hmm. right she gets very lucky mm-hmm. and then dan decides to reveal his astronaut lore to nick mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere he's just kind of like they're just kind of sitting on the beach and he's like you know i'm not just an engineer <laughs> i would i you know yeah, I, f- I flew some, uh, I went to space. I think he says he went to mm-hmm. space like three times. He's playing such yes. dramatic music. Nick, the yes. most boring man on earth, is like, whoa, that's sick, man. And Austin's uh-huh. like, they clearly go and tell Austin. And Austin's like, Dan Fuego is a stud. It's like, <laughs> Dan Fuego is a stud is a good line. <laughs> it's just, so like, I think he did, it's like, it. the impact it has obviously doesn't work as he mm-hmm. goes. Like, it does kind of make them more interested in him, but it mm-hmm. just seems like the reason he told them is because he's like, eh, why not? Yeah, I, I actually respect like he gives a reason for only revealing it now, which is that he said like he didn't want to just be the astronaut guy. He wanted to like mm-hmm. get to know them as Dan first of all. Yeah. Which I, I can respect. Like I, I feel like, you know, I certainly have never done anything as cool as being an astronaut, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I feel like if you have, you probably are used to like going to a party. And being like, oh, I'm an astronaut. And then everyone is just like, oh, you're an astronaut? Like, this guy's an astronaut for the rest of the time. So I imagine, like, if you can just go and be like, you know what? I'm just going to see if I can play this game. Like, I I get that. I I feel like if he had been like, I'm hiding it because they'll think I'm a threat because I was an astronaut. I feel like that would be (laughs) a little goofy. I don't know. But yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I guess I can get it. Um, being an astronaut's a pretty big deal. I And I, I, I do think it's cool. Like he says at one point, like I've been within miles of this spot many times. I did like that a lot. I was like, that's pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool. Like, you know, that's that's cool to think about. The other thing I like about this scene is when when Nick and Austin are there, <laughs> Nick's like, I've never <laughs> done anything interesting. <laughs> And I'm like, true. I, I believe it. I <laughs> true, believe true, true. It. <laughs> true. That streak Mr. is ongoing. 
<laughs> Mr. Accounting Sales. Like, I don't think much, many interesting yeah. things are happening in whatever accounting sales is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so that's that's it for Lamina for now. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't see them much again until, oh, we do get Nick getting scared of the cartoon skeleton later, but we'll talk <laughs> right. about that some more. <laughs> let's actually, let's talk about that right now, because we, we get to, like, that, he, like, so, like, later when they get the... Tree mail. Tree mail, he, like, opens it, the cartoon skeleton, he's like, oh, wow, like, that was scary, and you look, and it's, uh-huh. like, literally a cartoon skeleton that did endear me to him a bit, I will mm-hmm, say, he mm-hmm. did win some points for me for that, that was very, um, yeah, very funny to me that he was, like, whoa. Yeah, I should say, I have nothing against Nick, he's just, like, <laughs> he has, like, nothing going on, he has, like, a, a, a couple of funny reactions, uh, and, like, but he he never has like a great moment, like but but he's, like no, he's he truly like, just there. He also never has like an egregious moment where I'm like I, I hate this guy. He's just kind of there and like he's he did this and it was funny. And then <laughs> I guess he's good at challenges. That's yeah. that's about it. Oh, when he was on Survivor, he was currently living in not far from where I grew up. Okay, oh, a well, boring Tempe, Arizona king. There you go. <laughs> there we go. I'm sorry, I just always forgot that in his um, uh, bio at the end, it's... Oh, he should have talked about this. He previously worked in radio sales as an operations analyst at Parker Aerospace. So he oh, does have a connection to... he could have been part of the alliance with them. Yeah. Because they would have been planes. like planes and piloting. Damn. He could but, have um... been in tight. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, his last line of his bio before like his birthday and everything is he wants to be on Survivor so he can travel, learn <laughs> about himself in difficult situations, and meet smart, beautiful women. Okay. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, I feel like Austin always stands out to me more just because Austin has a Southern accent, which yeah. just like gives me something to latch. I'm like, oh, you're you're a good old boy. And like... You're a writer, I guess. I I don't know anything about what you like what you write. <laughs> like are you a novelist? Are you a journal? Like what does that mean? Also, are you actually making a living off this or is this an aspiring writer deal? <laughs> but um so so there's Whoa. like stuff about Austin that that sticks through me a little bit more. Hold on, before he was on Survivor, he had an appearance on One Tree Hill. Nick or Austin? Austin, who do you think? Okay. Austin, yeah, that makes a lot more two. sense. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I feel like Nick, yeah, he wouldn't have said, I've done nothing interesting. Dan would have been like, yeah. I'm an astronaut, and he would have been like, well, one time I was on One Tree Hill. He played <laughs> young, uh, the younger version of Dan Scott. I have not watched One Tree Hill, but okay. if that means anything to people. No, uh, I've, <laughs> I've maybe seen like one episode of it. Cool. Well, <laughs> for those One Tree Hill fans out there, there you go, <laughs> Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he briefly dated Jen from Palau. Uh, oh, good for okay. Him. Yeah, good for him. Okay. There's our, those are our facts about our boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, back to <laughs> Kasaya. This is where part Kasaya loves to have arguments. Loves to have yes. arguments in two parts. Yes. This happened with the episode Isabel and Lance did with me. They had one mm-hmm. argument and then it happened again. And mm-hmm. this is where Shane is actually trying to take his son's name back. And Danielle's mm-hmm. like, it's done. And Courtney, of course, like Courtney cannot let it go. Mm-hmm, like at this mm-hmm. point like she wants Shane gone but she won't say it and she's just like mm-hmm. you're making a mistake like and then that just gets everything going again because <laughs> then mm-hmm. he's like yeah Bobby voting up Bobby was personal this that mm-hmm. was a mistake and then it just goes in a circle and I love when he says I haven't lashed out at you in days yeah 
<laughs> which is it's not which one I don't think it's true absolutely not like there's no way that's true but also like if that's your biggest selling point is like I haven't been mean to you in two days like okay man I get it <laughs> like our- the nicotine I mean we'll talk about Shane and smoking yeah, later oh my god like <laughs> but uh <laughs> Like, yeah, this is just like everything I was saying earlier, like the the fact that he's like, this isn't a normal alliance, I swore in Boston, which is, it's just, no one made him do that for one th- Like, this is like, the thing I've been thinking about the whole time is like, he made that alliance like a day before wanting to quit the show or whatever. And like, was like, I'm immediately gonna go zero to 100, swear to these people in my son's life, even though I don't know anything about them. And it is the most important and crucial thing that could I could do, apparently. <laughs> yeah. No, and this argument is so funny mm-hmm. because like Shane's arguing Daniel and Courtney, but then Daniel mm-hmm. and Courtney are arguing with him, but they're talking over each other yeah. and saying like different things to him. <laughs> it's, so it's like they're all having the same argument, but it's mm-hmm. it's the the soundscape of this argument is yeah. very funny to me because Courtney and Daniel are just like not. They're uh-huh. saying essentially the same thing, but just constantly talking over. Yes, and I I I get the sense also like I feel like Shane is just the type of guy who like when he's in an argument, he will never stop regardless of whether or not he thinks he's wrong because yeah. like immediately after with Aris, he's like, Oh, I think I messed up. <laughs> 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 but like he would never back down from that in the middle of that argument with. No. Courtney yeah. That's totally like, true. Ever. <laughs> and that's why this is such like a perfect storm of an alliance because mm-hmm. Courtney just like can't let also can't mm-hmm. let something go. Mm-hmm. Like she just has to like poke at it. And then Danielle. Oh my God. As Shane says, she's a meatball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Danielle, I think she would rather not be arguing. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna like, she's you know she's from Boston. You know, mm-hmm. if you you throw it at her, she's gonna throw it back. It's just such a perfect mm-hmm. storm. And yeah, he goes to Shane goes to Aris after, and Aris is just like in confessional, like I'm so glad this alliance is done. Don't mm-hmm. have to deal with Shane. We'll check in on that mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. And uh, but yeah, they're like. Shane's like, oh, we're really messing that one up. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it seems like they're going to be done. But it's, there's some really interesting moments in Survivor of like, if like a tribe hadn't won a certain mm-hmm. reward or if mm-hmm. a certain group of people yep. hadn't gone on it, on an individual reward together, like how the game would have changed. Yeah. And this is, I think, a reward. And uh, where I think if like, because oh, I yeah. had gone to tribal here, I, I, I think Shane would have gone. Yeah, I agree with you. Also... <clears throat> Like, obviously, then they'd be going in 5-5 at the merge, but Terry has the idol. Yeah. So, like, yeah, extremely crucial win here. Like, more crucial than Kasaya even knew. For sure. And, yeah, like, I think I think Shane would have gone, like you said, because Sari seems to really want him out at this point. Maybe just because she can see that he's in conflict with people and she can use that as a way to get an advantage. Mm-hmm. I think she gives her order that she wants later on is like she's trying to get it so Shane's on the bottom, then Bruce, then her. Yeah. Which I and I think she could have pulled it off. I think easily if they were going to tribal, Sari could have gone to Daniel and Courtney and been like, hey, you remember how we worked together yesterday or the, the last vote now yesterday, three days ago? Mm-hmm. And also, like, you know, Shane, he's a surreal loose cannon. Like, I, I easily think Sari could have made that happen. 
and the second half of the season would be <laughs> very different and less fun, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so it's thank God Kasaya wins this challenge because mm-hmm. um, yeah, no offense to Dan Fuego, I just don't know if he would have brought the same mm-hmm. energy. No. To the merge as uh, the as entirety of Kasaya will. No. <laughs> specifically Shane. No. Yeah, I think Aris is kind of interesting here too because mm-hmm. we don't get a lot from Aris this episode. Like, we don't get his reaction to being left out of the vote, really. He doesn't, like, mention no, it or bring it up. But I do feel like he probably has some hurt feelings because he, like, refers to their alliance as a paper, ti- hmm, paper tiger without any real power, which is kind of interesting because, like, on paper, they do have power. Like, their tribe currently is up 6-5, and they are the majority of that 6. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what more power an alliance could have other than like he's shaken by the fact that they didn't vote together, by the fact that like Sari is now ambiguously in the mix. So I, I do wonder if he has some like hurt feelings he was concealing or if there's like some cut confessional where he talks about that, but just the Shane, Danielle, Courtney drama was so much more interesting. <laughs> I'm wondering if, if Shane hadn't freaked out if mm-hmm. he had been maybe would have been more inclined to right. have a moment. But like, because that happened, it was almost like you mm-hmm. don't even have the energy for it anymore. Yeah. Like, cause I would imagine he wasn't happy about it. Cause he, like mm-hmm. he was completely left out in yeah. a way yeah. that Shane wasn't. And mm-hmm. he should in theory feel way more threatened by yes. what happened. Especially than Shane did. He got left out on a vote that he would, what thought he was in control of. Like yeah, Bruce exactly. was his idea. So it wasn't just like he was participating in a vote and got left out on the uh, new vote. It was like, he was like, this is my plan. We're not going to do anything else. This is the right thing to do. And then Danielle was like, no, I'm going to take back power. And she mm-hmm. succeeded in doing that. So you imagine Aris has to be pretty threatened. Like, speaking of Shane not blowing up, like, I wonder if and different possibilities. I wonder if there's a world where Shane is slightly more chill and goes and talks with Aris afterwards. And Aris is like, hey, we got to make an alliance, you and me, and mm-hmm. get Bruce in or something or get Serene yeah. and, and get Courtney and Danielle out because Courtney and Danielle just backstabbed me aris went behind mm-hmm. my back so like there there is a world where that also happens where yeah, aris so is like yeah yeah i just think shane blowing up mm-hmm. really prevented like anything uh-huh. concrete happening here uh-huh. because then it became so much like the narrative of the of the aftermath was like is shane gonna leave the alliance or not not like he made a hit shane Obviously, we can. Mm-hmm. Ev- I hope everyone recognized Shane played this really poorly. Yeah, he played it so poorly to the point where it became not. Wow, these people have taken power, and we didn't mm-hmm. even realize it became the problem. Became Shane so like awful and <laughs> wants to le- wants to be a lone wolf. Like mm-hmm. he just completely shifted the, the narrative of the vote. That like mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. no room for any momentum to build towards yes. turning anything against Courtney and Danielle when they absolutely yes. should have been like, hmm, these yeah. two have just pulled in Siri to. Yep. Do like what was at the time like a really impressive vote and yeah. like and still today you don't see uh, three two one one votes mm-hmm. you do not see often mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like the fact that they got like a plurality vote like that should have really shaken them mm-hmm. like well only, you only need three people to really take power on this tribe yes and yes yeah so Shane really fucked it up for everyone uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, if they uh, obviously didn't end up mattering because they didn't go to tribal but if they had um, it would have been really interesting to see did, would that. The Shane yeah. fall away? Would they look towards the real threats here, or would that have mm-hmm. dominated? I think Shane's. I do mm-hmm. think Shane would have gone. 
I do too. But yeah, there. I think there is still like, I think that's the most likely thing, but I, there also is a world because Aris also wants out of the Alliance at this point. He's like, I can't trust any of these people. I can't work with any of these people. So there's, I feel like there's also a world where Aris is just like, you know what? I'm starting a new Alliance with the people I wasn't in an Alliance with. I'm going to like, see if I can pull in Shane to get Courtney out and then, you know, work, work from there where now I have three people Alliance against Daniel and, Shane yeah. or, or Shane still goes and then Daniel and Courtney are on the bottom like I, I really wonder what happens mm-hmm. alas we don't get to find out because mm-hmm. uh Kasaya wins this combination reward immunity challenge mm-hmm. it's a uh, racing out to an, into a field and tying the giant terrifying skeleton <laughs> face puzzle pieces um and then you have to it's one of those spinning puzzles where you have to like rotate yeah, the skulls to figure out where they go, and then mm-hmm. whoever wins gets immunity and a feast in a local Panamanian village. Mm-hmm. So, I did you make any fun notes of here? I just have the Kasaya made a comeback. Um, yeah, winning. Did you? Were there any fun little notes from during the challenge? No, it's not a bad challenge. Like I, I think you know the puzzles is not the trickiest puzzle that's ever been on survivor (laughs) i i immediately like when i rewatched this episode just like i saw the setup and i was like oh dan flops here i i knew that dan was the reason that they (laughs) lost the second i saw it because it just like stuck in my head like this puzzle doesn't seem that hard and yet dan buried it was completely shut down by it yeah which he also is perplexed by just, you know, I, everyone in Kasaya seems to be bad at untying knots. They, they're constantly, like, about to, like, it, their lead just goes further and further away every time any person has to <laughs> untie a knot, <laughs> which is great. I, th- I think the thing that I took away is, like, Bruce doing a good job here is probably, like, great for him. Mm-hmm. Because the first half of the puzzle being more physical, I I feel like there had to be people's thoughts like, fuck, like what if Bobby was here and he could like run really fast or just like use that strength to get those knots undone really fast or something. And why did we save Bruce? We've, we've fucked ourselves over, but Bruce, Bruce clutches it. Bruce does a really good job at the end. Everyone is like, fuck yeah, Bruce, you did it. And Siri, Siri, I think does a good job. It seems like they're a good team, but they, they all seem to like really be happy that Bruce is there. (laughs) Yeah, no, Bruce is in an interesting position because he was exiled early on. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's like they still haven't made up their minds about him. Mm-hmm. Like that was mm-hmm. the thing last episode. It's like, uh, like going back and forth between Bobby and Bruce is like, well, like yeah. Bruce is, you know, he's like really in a position where op- the opinion on him could shift mm-hmm. very quickly yes. uh, more than anyone else. And so it was really critical for him to do well mm-hmm. here because even mm-hmm. if they did lose the challenge, if he still performed well, yeah. You know, that's what they're going to remember because yeah. he's not like so ingrained in the tribe. It's really mm-hmm. like, he's kind of like playing moment to moment almost because yep. he's not in the Alliance. He's proven that he's 58, but he's not falling apart. Yeah. And he can build a Zen rock garden, um, which happened last episode. I'm very excited to talk about uh, when I do get to record that one. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. sad the Zen rock garden didn't uh, come into play this episode. Cause it's one of my favorite little uh, set pieces good. from it's Panama. Good. Yes. <laughs> 100 percent. yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's it's interesting because i feel like it seemed like a lot of the challenge came down to just like being like this is right and i'm gonna like it seemed like the puzzle fitting was a little bit fiddly and you had to kind of like step on it and shit some Mm -hmm. which maybe that's the downfall of dan barry is that as like a actual engineer 
he he's maybe a little bit more like oh I have to be like methodical like mm, I have to yeah. like make sure everything is right like it doesn't seem like it's perfectly fitting whereas like Bruce and Suri are just like a little bit more like oh here 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 step on it step on it make mm-hmm. it go in <laughs> and it works for them yeah to the, these kind of puzzles where they're not overly complicated mm-hmm. they're like a li- there's like a lower level of complexity like at a certain point you just kind of have to like be willing to mm-hmm. throw things down yeah it's yeah like, it's like you just have to get one or two and then that, yeah. you can start looking at it more mm-hmm. you know more strategically okay that worked what's, what's going to work next mm-hmm. but there's definitely a way to overthink this kind of puzzle mm-hmm. where it's like it's not the most complex puzzle but it's not as simple as just like slotting pieces in mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. yeah perhaps perhaps our boy uh, dan fuego uh, was just a little too. He was playing yeah. uh, 4D chess when he should have been yeah. playing just regular 3D chess. Yeah, yeah, 100. percent That that's my theory. That's my theory, at least. So yeah, Kasai does win, and they of course exile Sally. I'm mm-hmm. there's because a that's the funniest thing to do mm-hmm. because it's obvious. It should I'm sure it's obvious to them. Yeah, the way the past couple of votes have gone and how obviously the like, Terry's so obviously the leader. Mm-hmm. Who is Terry going to be aligned with? The men on the tribe. Mm-hmm just yep. based on his personality like it's it was so easy to decide yep. who to exile here yep yep they did not do a good job of hiding it yeah and sally is like they go to the cut to exile and she's just like hell yeah like <laughs> this this sucks but at least i'm not there mm-hmm. you know she looks for the idol just reads the very helpful clue it's not yeah. over here um <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think is so really when Naomi I didn't like, yeah. point, I realize how funny that was and when Naomi pointed out how funny it is that they just were like uh-huh. second clue not here uh-huh. it's really funny <laughs> yeah Sally's just having a good time obviously doesn't find the idol because Terry has it but uh, mm-hmm. I'm really glad she survives it this year because it made mm-hmm. for th- that just would have been such a boring this um, episode would have been horrible if it was just like <laughs> Lamina going back and being like alright boys cheers time to vote for Sally like <laughs> send her back to Minnesota uh-huh. yeah that, w- that would have been nothing they, mm-hmm. they would have wasted the beautiful Kasaya drama uh, and then, exactly you know so so I'm glad that it's a more interesting uh, yeah. vote by a little bit so we before we actually get to the vote, this mm-hmm. is we get to see Kasaya at the Pan- Panamanian village, and those people, those people living there, they could they met the most interesting collection of people they could yes. possibly meet through the game of Survivor. <laughs> I just like can't imagine what like the stories they told. <laughs> like, we, this guy came, he was like. Mm-hmm told me he would give me all his clothes for a cigarette this girl wouldn't stop hula hooping like like yes. this bruce doing martial arts and everyone's yes. just like staring in silence yes like, yes <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> good good i i feel like i i often have have like some uh you know hesitancy or mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times these like local culture visits are a little bit the vibes are bad <laughs> or the vibes yes, are just off. Yes. I think this is like one of the more chill ones or like one one that feels mostly normal. Like, I mean, there's still like the I would agree the aspect of them being like, oh, we're Goodwill ambassadors from America. We've brought you these <laughs> toys is like it's always a little bit something I'm suspicious of. Weird. But also like they're kind of just like going to like it's 
the vibe is that these people were having a barbecue anyway yes. and like they're just like we're gonna be playing cards over here you can like come hang out and eat food with us but like it's not like centered on the survivors being like the star of the show or like having to get these like you know hand and foot service or anything like that they're kind of just like yeah here's some tamales you can eat them if you want here's some like barbecue chicken you can eat it and like all the food looks amazing everyone is like really excited about the food which is good because i always hate it when they go to these and then like complain about the food you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i would agree this is definitely one that doesn't weird me out as much i Mm -hmm. if it's stuff there's there's less spectacle to it Mm -hmm. it's more like you said just kind of something that would have naturally been happening and got invited to yeah Um, i also really love sari in this scene of like her focus she's just like really happy to see kids and she's sees a kid that reminds her of her niece yeah and i really i mean the obvious big necessary is like the only black person left on this season mm-hmm. you know there's like part of it in these old school seasons like that make these visits feel even weirder since mm-hmm. it's usually almost always all white all people, white people. Mm-hmm. and like we don't obviously the race isn't comment on in this in this episode but like for sari to like be like that girl reminds me of my niece it kind of like mm-hmm. limits the othering that's happening here yeah that's like t- i think that's what it ends up feeling particularly weird it's just like we're going to see these people yeah and yeah. This, this one plays a bit more just like yeah these are people who live here yep. and they yeah they're not that different yes from- there's there's no like over exoticization like it, it's mm-hmm. very much like the vibe like you know like when I was a kid, I went to community barbecue events and it was like mm-hmm. pretty much similar to this and it was a good yes. vibe and everyone had a good time. And that's kind of just the vibe of this. Like everyone's just having a good time. Like there's always mm-hmm. going to be the weirdness of like there's a TV crew here and there are a lot of like the majority of people still are like white Americans who are coming in and being like, oh, this isn't my culture. But but it is like, yeah, it, it's more chill than than the majority of them like there, there's nothing egregious here that happens like i always fucking think about the one in china where they go and they get served hot pot and they're like yeah. what is this weird <laughs> food and it's like first of all one of you i think lived in new york so like you you live in yes, new york city and you've never had hot pot <laughs> first of all but like yeah like stuff like that is just like really gross on top of the obvious colonial nature of survivor mm-hmm. in, in general so it, it's it is nice to get one of these where the vibe they're more just kind of like there to hang out people are mm-hmm. also just hanging out and doing their own thing like they join the kids for soccer but it's not like this big deal yeah yeah, yeah so the vibes are good yeah the vibes are good <laughs> but Shane's vibes are the best because he sees a guy smoking uh-huh. and he's willing to trade all of his clothes. He yes. Says. Like he's like, if you ask my shirt, I give him my shirt, my pants, I give him my pants, mm-hmm. shoes, I give him my underwear. I, it's not clear mm-hmm. what he ends up. I don't think he has to trade. I don't think he trades anything. I just like bumps him a cigarette. Like yeah. he's probably like, yeah, this crazy well, dude wants a cigarette. He, I feel like I read that he got at least that he smoked like 10. Yeah, he did. He smoked more than one. <laughs> he definitely smoked two because he's smoking the one and then they cut to him um, when he's playing soccer. He has a different cigarette hanging out of his <laughs> mouth. But I, th- I think I read that there was like that's behind the scenes info that he smoked like 10 uh, <laughs> while he was here. Which is, great. <laughs> Which is great because it's like right before the verge. Mm-hmm. And so like the verge, spoiler, the verge is happening next episode. So it's like at the top of the season, he was fresh off of like nicotine yep. withdrawals. And now he's going to be fresh off of nicotine withdrawals. For the, yes. like he was he was just if he just held on a few more days like he probably would have started feeling a lot better uh-huh. and then he just and he says that he's like this is probably a really bad decision yeah. <laughs> it's like i i love it they edit it so well because they like edited him like you know lovingly 
and happily like taking these massive drags and then like it cuts to him being like this shows me how de- devastating nicotine t- is to the body on every level and then it cuts to him just like <laughs> <laughs> like inhaling like his life depends on it yeah. oh shit. i mean nicotine addiction it, it's it's yes. real i, I no, we're not joking like- about that but we're joking about you know shane is a ridiculous person and like his self-awareness of how stupid this is but he's just like whoops <laughs> no like shane's like like shane is like his body is going through something mm-hmm. crazy in like the most extreme conditions it doesn't excuse the way he treats anyone mm-hmm. like i think the way he treats people is just awful yes but yes. like it's just so funny to see his mood swings are so mm-hmm. all over the place and in, just in this very scene yeah with him being like oh this is mm-hmm. yeah like he could be doing like a commercial like an mm-hmm. ad for like nicotine nicotine addiction yes. i feel like this would be a great yes. candidate yes <laughs> like actively regretting it mm-hmm. but loving it and yes. sari gets a great confessional mm-hmm. she's like yeah like we're having a good time this is great but now shane can backtrack uh-huh. and this is really bad because now we're uh-huh. gonna be stuck with him and that's exactly what he does he goes up to danielle he's like i'm sorry i should have talked to you like uh-huh. that he's had a cigarette he's feeling yes. better he has this, like, like a <laughs> half empty beer bottle like dangling out of his hands like they seem like they're both at least tipsy because it's like definitely the thing when you're like have a fight and you get a little drunk with someone you're like i'm so sorry i love yeah, you she's like, my crazy boy <laughs> and he's like i i don't know anyone anything except for you like i'm so sorry i got in this fight with you like it's such like i don't know he's such a funny dirtbag like three is like danielle and courtney are so easily persuaded by shane's nonsense and i'm like yeah but me too (laughs) i'm watching this and i'm like you gotta love him (laughs) yeah like and bruce is doing his martial arts Uh like it's just it's quite the scene yes Yes. And uh, as we progress through the season, we won't say why, but we're going to want to keep a pin on how many days it's been from this reward. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to be an important plot point later. Yep. Uh, We will come back to that. So we're going to want to keep in mind how many days this has been. I believe this has taken place on day 15. So we're going to want to remember that. (laughs) Okay. That's a good that that episode that you're referring to. Yes, maybe, maybe my favorite episode of the season. Yes, very very excited for that one. Yeah. So, anything else to say about Kasaya before we move to the the Slamina vote? No, just like I I really like I I feel like this village is like this this whole visit is like such a good like in this episode is like such a good example of like the highs and lows of the survivor social experiment. Like yes. I'm fresh off of watching the first two seasons of survivor, which I had never watched before. <laughs> and also like recently watching the Amazon for the first time. And I feel like in a lot of those, there is like people try to like maintain like a friendliness a little bit more. And like, you know, like especially in like, Amazon there's a thing where we're like we all love each other so much and we're all the best of friends and like even if we met in real life we would be friends and and Kasaya here like I I just love the social experiment like being a complete disaster but then also just like them getting to have some good vibes and like hang out and like have beers and be like you're actually really cool and great (laughs) like I I love just like getting the full spectrum of like human relationships (laughs) In this episode. So yeah, Kasai is enjoying their time. 
but sadly at Lamina, a hero is about to fall. <laughs> <laughs> so they get back and Dimitanis just will not stop talking about the puzzle. Yeah. Like I think I've no- noted like three times how much Constantly. he will not stop talking about the puzzle. He's like, yeah, yeah. really fuck that puzzle up, man. He's like, uh-huh. man, if we just move this piece this way, uh-huh. <laughs> like he just will not stop, which certainly doesn't help him because no. it's really drawing attention to him fucking up the puzzle. But it's like, it's so sincere. Like he really takes this as like I have failed my team, yep. like personally. Yep, and like uh, he's a like he he as he mentions like like he, at one point he's like talking to Terry and he like looks at me. He's like, if I did that in space, you'd die. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Which, yes, that is <laughs> that was an incredible line. Like uh-huh. it's like. <laughs> Because he delivers it so earnest. Like, it's not like he's like, oh, boy, sure made a little mistake. Oh, you could have, like, he's like, you would you would have died. Like, if I if I made this mistake in space, you would die. I'm so, I'm yeah. so like, how did I do this? Like, he's <laughs> so torn up about it. <laughs> no, it's so sincere. It's so sincere. Mm-hmm. And so Dan, it's like, Dan knows it's not looking good for him. He knows there's no yeah. way Terry's going to go. Yeah. Sally's gone. So he knows his best shot is a 2v2, but for me first, mm-hmm. I like he talks to Nick and he's like, do you think yeah. Austin is interested in leaving? It's so <laughs> and, like, oh, damn. And Nick's no. like, yeah, man. Nick's like, yeah, man, I don't think he is. <laughs> like, yeah. This is like, Dan, buddy, I'm like, it's not how this works, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's- how this game works. I mean, sometimes it works like that, but very rarely, and I don't think Austin's interested in leaving. Yeah. Yeah, so he he, he knows, okay, uh, my best is a 2v2, mm-hmm. and so it's all riding on Terry, but as mm-hmm. we said earlier, Terry folds pretty quickly. Like, he's like, he considers it. He's like, I don't mm-hmm. want to lose Dan, but mm-hmm. tribe strength is more important, yep. is yeah, kind yeah. of what where Terry falls. Yeah, he, he's, he keeps bringing up all the sports things here, like going into the challenge. He's like, this is game seven for us. Yeah. And then afterwards, he's like, it's game seven and we lost. And then he's like, I'm I'm just like Joe Torrey. I'm putting on my manager hat, uh, who was the manager of the Yankees at the time. <laughs> if, if you, So it's just, it's funny that he's just like, you know, I'm the all-American guy. This is like sports. I'm the sportsman. The Yankees, America, we love them. Like, I, I mean, I love sports. Yeah, but, I was gonna say you're gonna like, talk. I, I know. I, well, hang on, let me. Here's a little sports humor for you. Game losing game seven. What is this? The Philadelphia 76ers? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sports fan. <laughs> I forgot I had that. <laughs> Any sports fans out there? I'm a Sixers fan, uh, which unfortunate for me. <laughs> Yeah, so for people who don't know this, where I record this has a few like uh, built-in sound effects, and one of them is drums, and one of them is ballpark. Let's hear ballpark. Okay, Terry would love this. This is for you, Terry. There you go. Yeah, that's a ball. Oh no, it won't stop. Okay. Okay, it's done. I love that I got to. I wanted to use use the. I should use the drums more often because that's yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, well, yeah, I'll try to set up more awesome jokes like that for you. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be great. <laughs> they need to be like you're doing bad stand up, right. like you just did. Like, right. okay, here's a sports joke. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dan's like, if you do that in space, you die. Uh-huh. 
and it's it's his only hope is Terry uh, yeah. deciding to save him. And at Tribal, they're really openly discussing. Oh yeah, Sally, like she would have been out of mm-hmm, here. Like mm-hmm. it's they're they don't even hide it. Mm-hmm. And Jeff's trying to poke and be like, okay, well, who? Someone must know they're going. And mm-hmm. poor Dan raises his hand. He's yeah. like, I didn't do my job. Yeah, <laughs> which is so sad. Yeah, and like you really do get this like. I think the um, the Dan is a compelling figure here because he does on the one hand, like mention that he wants to take responsibility when Terry first tells him like, Dan, you're going to go home. Dan's like, yeah, I'll take responsibility. Like, I know I messed up. Somebody's got to go. It's I guess it's got to be me. But then even all the way up to tribal, there's he still has like some hope that he won't go like he's still like. Well, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to go. I'm I was hoping I really was hoping that Terry would do a two V two with me. And like, just like seeing that, like, he's he like, seems like genuinely a nice guy. Like, he's like, I want to go along with the team. But also, I don't want this to be over. Like, I don't want to go. And this is what I'm saying about like, Terry kind of being a snake here. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't fully snake backstab him. But he is like being like, Yep, and we're doing this. It's for the best of the team. Everybody feels good about it. I'm the manager. I'm making the right choice. And Dan's <laughs> just like, I don't feel good about this. I'm not happy about this. I don't want to go. Like, I'm doing it because you want me to, but like, I don't want this. <laughs> and yeah, there are almost some people on Survivor where I would say they're they're like just not built for it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people no. I think that like yeah. aren't built for it, and and they're too nice or too trusting yeah. or too patient or too. Mm-hmm. And I, or it's the opposite, too volatile. Mm-hmm. But like, I think Dan is maybe one of those people who's yeah. just not built for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, because yeah. he, he, it was going to be tough for him regardless mm-hmm. of this vote because he did the puzzle and because there was a fuck up. But he just, he didn't give up, but he was just, you mm-hmm. never let the narrative shift towards it yeah. was my fault and this is why I should go. Yep. And he just set that narrative up for himself because he's too good of a guy. He's like, it was mm-hmm. my fault. Like, I should go. Yeah. That's not how the game works. And his his only plan too is like his plan is just like I hope that Terry stays loyal to me. He doesn't try to pitch anything to Terry like Terry, what if we tried to get Nick on our side to vote out Austin? Or what yeah. if we got like he doesn't even try to think about any strategy like that. He's just like, well, I know everyone wants to be loyal, so like Terry, you're going to be loyal with me and they're going to be loyal and like maybe Austin will just give up, but like he has no plans to like try to flip on somebody or try to get somebody else out yeah he, he just is like resigned a little bit to well i guess either somebody else is gonna go home because they want to or else i'm gonna go home like yeah didn't didn't have that dog in him in the end no, did not have that dog in him yeah and yeah it's this travel isn't particularly interesting beyond yeah. dan being like yeah like being willing to say, you know, I know mm-hmm. it's me. The mm-hmm. voting music, the whole music, this whole episode is so funny. <laughs> yes. It plays such sad. Yes. I think I've seen on Reddit, someone one time asked, was like, why was the damn Barry vote so sad? Like, is there a uh-huh. reason? And I think they just, I think production probably liked him a lot. Yeah. They, like, he's to this day the only astronaut who's ever uh-huh. been on the show. Uh, I think they're probably really excited about having an astronaut. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy. He mm-hmm. just gets such a heroic exit, yes. like the voting music. And then as he leaves, the dramatic exit music, mm-hmm. and he salutes them, and they all mm-hmm. stand up and salute him goodbye. It's so, like, for, like, an altogether pretty yeah. boring pre-merge yeah. boot, like, it's so disproportionately yes. dramatic and sad. And he's, like, 
maybe I'm forgetting something, but I don't think he's like especially done anything big for the tribe ever, like other than no. just seeming like a nice, cool guy. But he like I don't, I don't think he ever like came through and like you know carried them to any challenge wins. I don't think he like I'm sure he did stuff around camp, but he wasn't like the guy who was like I'm going to teach everyone how to build a shelter or how to make fire or whatever, like. So so I think it really is just like, yeah, it's like, here's a nice guy and he's an astronaut, which is cool, <laughs> so, yeah. which it is very cool. Like when Terry is like, you know, we have the whole piloting thing in common. I'm like, bro, whatever. Like how many people have been in space? Like not very many. How many people can like fly a plane? Like fucking everybody. I, could everybody? Go, I can't fly a plane, but I could if I wanted to, you know, like I could I could. I'm at a point in my life where I think if I had the resources and really wanted to learn how to fly a normal plane I could but I could never <laughs> become an astronaut at this point in my life you know yeah so yeah. like Terry you don't compare yourself to Dan Barry you'll never be Dan Barry you'll never be Dan Barry <laughs> I'm seeing it on after Survivor Dan Barry competed on season two of BattleBots um, <laughs> so. what a nerd that yeah I, yeah he in <laughs> yeah, in the revival series. So in 2016, he okay. did it with his robot combat partner, partner Dan Parrish. So the two okay. Dans. The Dan I Alliance. Yeah. I did I, not know that, that we had a recent Dan Barry sighting. I want to see <laughs> it because I feel like I can like picture. He he has like such a like um, childlike wonder on his face when he's happy. I feel like when he's like talking about like being an astronaut or whatever. So I just want to see Dan like standing over a robot and like beaming at it like. <laughs> I, I found My a beautiful picture. creation. Wait, wait, oh, I geez. have a picture of him literally squatting over the robot and beaming with pride. <laughs> yes, Hold on, let me send I knew it. it. <laughs> Please. Okay, I just linked it in the chat. <laughs> oh, and uh, okay. In the yeah. 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 Let me open in new tab. Black Ice 2016. <laughs> yeah he's so happy about his robot oh my god the eyes on it yeah it's pretty good and the eyes on their their jackets yes they've got called, like anime uh, eyes on their, on their jackets yes black ice dan and dan oh they, these guys are having such a great time yeah he built it he was the one who built it he's the robotics engineer yeah. and the other guy's a pediatrician pediatrician <laughs> Oh, the other guy did art though, so okay. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> he, he, he put those eyes on it. Dan was like, "Yeah, here's a robot. I built a robot." Okay, so they did two matches. Uh huh. And won one and lost one. That's not bad. Yeah, they beat uh, Bad fact. Kitty and Scorpios. Oh. Bad uh, interesting fact, Dan Barry. I like flying upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I believe it too. Oh. <laughs> oh, this makes me really happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure we can find the video somewhere. I'll go dig up Dan Barry and BattleBots. He lost uh, to <laughs> Tombstone. Yeah. yeah. Who's Tombstone? Tough. I don't know. It sounds tough, you know. Yeah. Tombstone? Oh, Tombstone's got like a weird thing on it. it probably, yeah. like chopped him. Yeah, yeah. It's got a bar spinner. It spins. I feel like it's kind of low to the ground too. So if if you got mm-hmm. that bar spinner kind of like at a good angle, you could just flip black ice over. Maybe that's what happened. Mm-hmm. 
Damn. It's rough. Dan Henry robbed in BattleBots. He was robbed in Survivor. Yeah. He was robbed in BattleBots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, no, when I saw that on his Survivor wiki, I was like, oh, like he probably did it right after Survivor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he did it like like five years ago or Not something. Not capitalizing on the Survivor fame, just like he No. Did. Yeah. I love it. I as much as I've talked shit on Terry, I I do think it would have been really cute if Terry was his partner instead. Yeah, that would be really cute. <laughs> they, they had a redemption. They came back together and Terry was like, look, man, I know we voted you out, but I still want to be your friend. Let's make a robot together. <laughs> it could have been cute. <laughs> oh, there's pictures on his Wikipedia page. He's pictures of himself like uh, doing his exercises in space <laughs> with resistance fans. Anyway, yeah. this is not a Dan Barry uh, um, fan podcast. Yeah. Although, when, I, when Naomi listens, she'll be very happy to hear because she loves Dan Barry. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. <laughs> he, he's definitely my favorite guy who was on, like, out of out of men who were on Lamina. He is absolutely number one for me. Yeah, the, yeah, that's a very, the bar is quite low, <laughs> but he'll take it. He'll take it. Yeah, 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 for so, sure. Do you, have, do you have anything else to say about this episode, this vote? Uh, no, like I said, I I just I like this episode a lot. I think it's a good setup for the merge. I it I think like I said, I think it's maybe my favorite pre-merge episode. There there are episodes later in the season that I think are better for sure. But I I like this one a lot kind of for the various storylines. Like all this Kasaya drama is really interesting and like we talked so much about like what could have happened. So I like all of that. I like that, you know, our final pre-merge boot was this one that kind of like set up some storylines for Lamina. Like it's the, it's one of the first times we see Terry not just being like a powerful leader who like, okay, we lost this one, but like I'm still in control and we're still good. We're going to pull it out. Like this, this is like the, we're, we're starting to see Terry like sweat a little bit. Um, and I like that storyline going into the merge. I like seeing I, I I like obviously I like when Kasaya has to go to tribal council in previous episodes, but I also like the aspect of Kasaya that is just like we're a complete disaster that is the wheels are falling off of, but we're still winning. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> we can do about it. Uh-huh. It's really good and fun. I, I like um, the normal tribe just having to like cannibalize itself while the disaster tribe is just like <laughs> screaming and uh, <laughs> like running around in circles and like Lamina is saluting each other while (laughs) Kasaya is like imploding actively Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good (laughs) you know this is like this is an episode yeah like that I didn't remember much about other than the Mm -hmm. Dan Barry salute Mm -hmm. Uh, but I like what you pointed out about what this does for Terry's character Mm -hmm. because I I didn't think about that at all but this is such a pivotal moment for him Mm -hmm. um in terms of turning on on Dan and Mm -hmm really solidifying Lamina as these underdogs going to the merge. This is their mm-hmm. last chance yeah. to even things out. Yeah. And we'll see how that goes for them. And just say, I do love that Sally was saved here. I was something mm-hmm. like, she got really, really lucky, mm-hmm. but it made this vote more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, we, that they did hit the men who did have to turn on themselves mm-hmm. and hopefully set up for something interesting in the merge. Who, well, who knows? We'll see. We can. We certainly know Kasai is going to be interesting in the merge. It's not mm-hmm. a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. That. No. No, Kasai, no, no. Kasai gets in the merge and they just decide to be normal. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> James, like, I had my cigarette. I'm good. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, he when he's on at the village, he promises Danielle he will be a different person when they go back to normal life. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe he becomes a different person next episode. Maybe he's turned yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> so Audrey, now it's time to do episode titles. The poll from last week. Actually, hold on. I'm going to check who won. Yeah. Oh, well, it'll, it'll be out. out of order. You won't have the one from the previous episode. Oh, wait, die. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the episode titles are from last week. So <laughs> who knows? But <laughs> it was great. So, yeah, we won't know last week's episode titles, but we can do ours this week. Audrey, mm-hmm. what is your pick for this week? Yeah. You mentioned it earlier. Um, I do want to say, you know, I'm, I, I've got. Google Doc with this types in it. Uh, it. It has not been edited recently. So I, I know the haters and the ops will say that I, I just heard you say it and then wrote it down. But no, I, I had this one written down the whole time. It's when Courtney says, I'm not sure how much of the phrase I want to use, but stealth chop the head off guillotine style. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's better to have the title be chop the head off guillotine style or just guillotine style is kind of good. Mm-hmm. It's like a like Wu-Tang song. You know, I think I think you should go for self self chop the head off. Yeah, that's good too. That's like a Wu Tang lyric. Yeah, yeah. I think you should go for the whole one. Okay, stealth chop the head off guillotine style. (laughs) That's a good one. All right, so you Audrey's a stealth chop the head off guillotine style, and mine's going to be if you do that in space, you die. That was my. I think we. I'm sure we had like the same two picks. Those were definitely the best quotes from the episode mine was it was either going to be dan fuego as a stud or you do that in space you die i want to make it dan related but i did that that was the my third one when it's like uh self top the head off guillotine style so very good i like it i could go i could see that one going truly either way (laughs) yeah yeah i yeah the the, um if you the first so whenever stanima started i originally was like i'm gonna watch one episode at a time along with the podcast but then I just ended up watching all of Panama and then I watched this episode <laughs> again after rewatching all of Panama a couple of days ago so the first time I watched it I had if I did that in space you'd die uh, but the, <laughs> this time I was like I'm feeling stealth chop the head off guillotine style <laughs> yeah and I'll rewatch the episode and make sure we get the exact wording right on yes. both of those uh, yes because I yeah I can't remember if it's phrase... if you do that in space you die or if I did the, it's it's yeah the, the Courtney one is is not a natural thing for any no. person to say so it's hard no. to know which one she actually does <laughs> uh-huh so I'll fact that check that before we post that mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome excellent episode titles very excited to see who wins mm-hmm. now Audrey I most definitely didn't try to do plugs and edit it out before we did episode titles. Now we can do episode. Uh, we can do plugs after episode titles. Yeah. Where can people find you? What do you want the people to know about? Yeah. So I mean, the plugs are now at a funny place because, like, by the time I plug this, will Twitter just be a ghost town? Yeah. But this is coming out in like two weeks, so keep yep. in mind the trajectory of <laughs> Twitter could be over. If if I plug Twitter right now and you're like, "What are you talking about?" That ended a week ago. That website doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> just just know that this is two weeks old. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram or most social media at Audrey Otherway. You can find me uh, on YouTube at Girl Jughead. CH with a period at the end, girl, girl, jughead channel, but um, <laughs> channel is abbreviated CH period. Uh, YouTube, I 
mostly just used for um ironic nightcore previously i saw your recent upload <laughs> yeah yeah if if you are an utsuna fan i did make a zetai unme mokushiroku nightcore <laughs> um, but also the thing the actual thing i've been doing on my youtube is christine mentioned this up top but the two of us have been uh playing together the game Revolutionary Girl Utena Story of the Someday Revolution. It was a 1998 Sega Saturn visual novel. <laughs> Just getting more niche with every word here. But if if you've listened to Shadow Play Gaze, then I, I think you would enjoy this content as well. If you just like weird old video games, it, it might be a little confusing to you who these people are, but it might still be interesting to see. I think... Yeah, by the time this comes out, our final episode of that Let's Play will be done. Um, nice. So it will be concluded. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, Christine is uh, always an excellent person to talk about stuff with. So I had a lot of fun doing that with you, Christine. Um, Thank I think you. people should check it out. You can also find, uh, Christine mentioned up top, I'm a musician. Um, so the two bands that you should be checking out right now, I'll say Malblum first, because when this episode comes out, it'll be right in the middle of some touring. Um, we will have concluded our East Coast touring, I believe. Um, but there are some West Coast dates, so go check out Malblum. Uh, either on any social media or on, uh, I believe, just malblum.com to find tour dates if you're on the West Coast and interested. Um, and I also play in the band Speedy Ortiz. Um, we are in the middle of putting out a bunch of new music. We have an album coming out in two months. We will be touring a lot. We have three singles and two music videos that have released in the last couple months. So you can find Speedy Ortiz's music anywhere you listen to music. You can find those music videos on YouTube. Uh, you can find out our tour dates for the fall at speedyortiz.com. I think the album is good and you should check it out. That's, that's my the plug. singles are really good. I, tr I trust that the album's really good. Yeah, There hasn't been a bad one yet, so... Thanks. Thanks. Yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Xteen Files. You can read my writing on Inside Survivor. You can listen to the Shadow Play Gaze. You can watch the Utena Let's Play that Audrey already plugged. Uh, I'm trying. To, do I have anything else? Not really. I mean, keep listening to the Bergers, like I mm -hmm. plugged at the top of the mm -hmm. top of the pod. But I think it's better. I'm not making any appearances elsewhere. So if you know where to find me, you know where to find me. Mm -hmm. Thank you again, Audrey. Mm -hmm. This Thanks was so fun. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we can salute uh, Dan Barry together, the true hero mm -hmm. of that mm -hmm. tribe. Mm -hmm. um, I laid down his battle bot and went out with dignity. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I will be back uh, next week to talk about what episode is next. That's Oh, it is the merge, the merge. episode, an emerging plan. So no, I'll be back I next did, week I, with that. Fuck, I just realized that merge is in... In the title, Emer emerging plan. I, I, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it just caught me when we said yeah. mer emerging plan. I was like, oh, I, they, they got us. Good job. They got Spider. us good. <laughs> so, yes, 
That is it. Um, that's not a great way to end an episode. That Sorry. is it. Um, <laughs> thank you again. And I'll be back next week. And yep, have a good one. Yeah. <laughs>